The Sample Axis, administered by Boyga and Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. Wagwan, I go by the name L-O-I-C-O-N, and you're listening to the Sample Axis Podcast. Stay tuned. Sample Axis Podcast, what's happening? What's happening? Stop that accent. That's... <laughs> Yeah. I don't even try. I, I'm not. No, no. That's, that's yeah. Now, from 2015. What, what do we do about people like us who, by default, try to speak American English? By default. Yeah. Not 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 by default, try. but by osmosis. They, they call something by osmosis. You learn oh. by osmosis. You learn by okay. listening over and over again, yeah, and then yeah. it starts to, it starts to feel like yeah, you belong there. Yeah, yeah. Probably like from New York or something or yeah. bed style do or die yeah but there's actually something called the Nigerian English here yeah? yeah and I think I, I want to tilt towards that I, I want to actually be before when I was younger I used to feel like maybe when I'm like when I'm out there I want to sound like them mm. but right now I don't I don't have that vibe anymore yeah, I just yeah. I want to I want it to be obvious like you can tell what this I is where I'm from. That this is a Nigerian guy. Oh, in an age where it's actually cool to be to represent where you're from. I mean, talk about diversity. Talk about um, representation. Where yeah. you start to see a lot of uh, ideas around inclusion and people being represented. Yeah, uh, and so it's cool to be whoever you want to be. It might be creed. It might be nationality. It might be sexuality. It might be anything that you you want to be. This is the age where nobody's hiding nobody is trying to stop if people are trying to stop you or discriminate there is a bunch of people who feel you who want to speak for you and that's on the you know i mentioned the different things that separate people that define us so yeah if you're nigerian if you're african it's cool cool to sound however you want to sound uh yeah yeah that's just on that and i think this kind of relates to the major topic we're talking about today a song that's essentially global. That's yeah, gone, global is the word. Global is the word. Gone from this side of the world to the other side, except yeah. for Asia, which we will get to. Uh, so this is like a freestyle episode, but yeah, it's really nothing like a first, freestyle episode. Maybe, 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 maybe this has to be like the most freestyle. If there's a thing like that, freestyle episode. I feel like I'm hearing a noise somewhere. I'm not sure exactly what the noise is. The noise is from Shekina. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so moving on. Yeah, Sample Access Podcast episode, full stop, vibes episode, <laughs> enjoyment episode. 31, right? Okay, episode 31. This is episode 31. And we're talking about Sting today. Sting, Englishman in New York mm. from 1987. One of those records that um have become the best of the best. Yeah. I'm very sure when Sting was making this record, I'm not sure he even thought that this record was going to blow up like, like it did. Because, I actually feel. I mean, five years later, people are already sampling the song back to back, and mm. that's something that you feel like if you have that kind of authority at the time. Because mm. you're talking about 1907. 1907 was the same time Bad came out by Michael. And that's when we had Liberian Girl. That's when we had Blood on the Dance Floor. That's when we had You're Just Another Part of Me. Do you know that Michael Jackson song? No, I don't. I feel good right now. Only few people know that song. I'm feeling like <laughs> Buju and Ladipo. Yes, boss. I like the way I'm feeling now. So, yeah. No, uh, okay. I'm I think it's, it's okay to break this down for for the regular listener who might not know. I mean, I only got to know Sting a while ago. Maybe it was from the song, you know, this YouTube era that, that allows you to go back in time, yeah? Yeah. Maybe it was two years ago that I found out this song by Sting, Englishman in New York. And it came from watching NPR, NPR Tiny Desk. I would call NPR Tiny Desk. I would call them concerts. That's what they call it. Oh, that's what they call it. Yeah, Tiny Desk Concerts. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it's a concert So someone though. performed that song and it, it felt so good when I watched it. I wanted to see the original and I saw that this song was made long time ago, 87. Yeah. Time for the sample access. With and then it's back. Uh, something good about the internet, right? Yeah. It allows us to connect easily to history. Like if you wanted to do, maybe if you wanted to connect to 1980s in the early 2000s, it might be hard. It's not it might be. You have to get, there like, wasn't Google. especially if you want to get on vinyl records. It's like I told you, a couple of the records that I know about, although big ups to all the um, radio stations that had like um, programs that yeah. made you listen to but how many can they play how many exactly I mean I had I had a couple of shows I used to watch when I was growing up on least the 80s um, Christopher Bolani Marquis used to take that show Station Station it was on STV that Silverbird Television at the time when I was growing up mm. as well there was Music Africa they used to try and do you know 
all the way back from like 60s, 70s. And at some point, it just stopped because it was the music of the era at the time yeah. that was raining. Yeah. And then LTV used to do that stuff. They would do, I think it's back in time. Mm. I'm trying to remember this place where I got to hear Englishman in New York from. But I can tell you categorically that I have heard Englishman in New York a couple of times. But the first time it actually struck, like, struck me was when I listened to Shinehead's version. Because I remember that video very well from Shinehead. You know, he was in the rain with an umbrella, you know, covering, like, walking around the street. Almost like a mirror image kind of video. Jamaican from, in New York. From, yeah, Jamaican in New York from that. Shout out to Shinehead, by the way. That man, Sidewalk University, 1992, has to be one of the best reggae fusion album of that ever time. made in that era. Because, I mean, every I'm sure the 90s at that time, if you were going to the clubs and... You listen to Shine, whether it was Sidewalk University or Jamaican, Jamaican in, in New York. And I just Shine remember somebody love. as well, Shabarangs, Mr. Lover, Lover. I don't know whether mm. you know that song. I probably do. Yeah, I, must, so, I, I, I probably heard it a couple times. Sounds like that. And then you feel like there's a connection because Shinehead, you know, is a Jamaican boy that moved to UK, then to US. Mm. So he can actually say he understands music. To an extent, you, get. you were you were talking about your access to music yeah. and how people are able to explore and find music. It's amazing nowadays. It's a easier. A few days ago, I was I was with a friend. We were drinking and we needed some music. Drinking what? We were drinking. Drinking what? Gin. You have to say liquor. <laughs> liquor. Gin, gin and extras. Okay. So I I wanted to. I was in the mood to play some cook. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really. Was, you were in a mood to play some cook. Yeah. This should be recorded. I was just look, looking around YouTube and some cook. I found some cook. Um, change. change oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful oh, song. Yes. So he was like, "Oh, stop! I have Bluetooth speakers. Let me play from my wow. my my phone." And then I was amazed when we were done with some cook. You guys moved on to something else. So he was able to um, find. I was amazed at the fact that Low Rose was available on music and we're talking about um, a long playlist. Essentially, I'm saying this is like it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to me and maybe to other people, but this is what it is. People already have this thing. So music says they have about 70 million songs available. So you click on Shola Listen, there is a long list of songs in her discography. You click on Lou Rose, Sam Cooke, Michael Jackson, Shade. So the fact that all of these things can be embedded, all you need to do is to search the icon and then there is a music bank somewhere in the clouds that has all of these songs. You were talking about vinyl records, right? Yeah. If you wanted to have access to the music you have access to now in 2000 or 2002, yeah. you need to buy cassettes. Vinyl records. I had cassettes or vinyl and then... We move from that to yeah. MP3. MP3 even tried. You could you could have a CD that would have 500 songs, and then for you to be able to have access to this YouTube bank, yeah, it's, it's so amazing. I feel like YouTube. YouTube has to be like one of the greatest innovation of all time. Yeah, and legend. I'll tell you why. Growing up, I've said this several times on the podcast. My pops had vinyl records for days. I mean, I'm talking about the Commodores. Lakeside, off the world, the original park. You know, mm. that man was spending money on vinyl records. Going mm. And I had like, I don't know, tall, tall, like, tall setups. Wow. But the vinyl um record player could only play one song at a time. I mm. think it was Commodore's All Night Long. I don't know what happened. I think the thing just decided to only play All Night Long. <laughs> so, I couldn't get like that's access. That's the go-to song. Yeah. So, that's why I know. Now, if you play All Night Long for me, I can sing it word for word. Yeah. I can't sing for... But like, I go try. Do you get me? At least, and off the wall as well. So what I had to do that time was, I would write down the name of the songs that I feel like I might like. And then I would just, you know, maybe go online that time. I mean, I used to remember those times. I think it was Wap Trick or something. That would go online and look for songs. And you have to find like, they'll give you snippets, maybe like 12 seconds. And you play the 12 seconds and you check whether it's the original song. And then you have to ask your pops, to tell you which one is which. And that went on for a very, very long time. And I had to do that. I had to keep on looking for music here and there. But I remember one time where one of the telecommunications company at the time, they had this connect. So you can actually download songs via the telecommunications line. I can't remember the name of the telecommunications company. So I remember one of the first songs that I actually did download was What You Say. Jason Derulo. Derulo. Speaking of downloads, <laughs> let me pause you for a minute. Yeah. 
the first song I saw someone download, this was probably 2009 yeah. or 2010. I think it was back when Neto see the video. Ooh. And this was when Blackberry was That was the ish. I was using my Nokia 2700 Classic, whatever. Yeah. And this guy had maybe Blackberry Javelin or... Oh, and then he downloaded... days. What you just said now reminded me of something. Um, let's go all the way back. Opera, yeah. Opera yeah, Mini. let's do that. This let's was that. when you had 100 MB. Yeah. And you would watch Opera Mini load... Hundred kilobytes per second. You you would watch the under uh, yeah, like you, you, have you, to be chilled. you see and see the progress. You have to be legit chill. So if you wanted to download games from Warptrick or whatever, Stefano Rue, Stefano Rue, yeah, you would see the process. If you're you downloading have to wait. 10 MB, you would watch it like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then we BlackBerry was next level then. Yeah, it was the biggest. So this stuff. guy wanted to download. I think the song was about maybe two MB, low quality. Yeah, and then I watched this thing move in ten seconds. It was, was amazing. Amazing. This, it was like spaceship yes. to me. <laughs> like, you know what? wait, what? <laughs> I think I need to tell. I think I need to tell that story as so, well. So, you know, tech, tech world, everything in tech has moved so fast. That's why yeah. I believe these guys when they say something is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Electric cars are coming. Go ahead. Yeah, you. I remember. I remember when you said twenty two oh nine. I remember when Michael Jackson died in oh nine. Had this small phone, Nokia. I can't remember the name of the Nokia, but it was all those Nokia that had like. Um, original colors in it, so yeah, there's Asha. nothing, nothing extra. No Ashake, no, nothing extra. So I was looking for a song to download. At that time, I could only download one song. There was only space for one song. This is so funny right now because <laughs> I have over a thousand songs on my phone now. So that particular song, yeah, I think it was, I was now confused because I, I didn't know whether I should download Thriller or Billy Jean. Because I have to save space because I can't get more than one song. I remember I wanted to download Thriller. Like, I, I know I did that for like two days. So what will happen is, when it's so close to being completed, something just happens. Bam! And then, answer again. I'm like, oh my God, why? And then I'll go back again. I did that for like three days. Did I download the song? I played for everybody in my house. Like twice. I'm like, yo, yeah. you want to listen to Thriller? I can play for my phone. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, and we, we, I mean, technology would continue to amaze us. The next thing now is, timestamp right now, uh, in the next few weeks, the richest man in the world, arguably, uh, Jeff Bezos, is going to fly on the first human um, visit to space. Every other thing was for a mission, maybe to load satellites yeah, to space. Yeah, Jeff Bezos time, and his brother. His brother, his brother. And then there's a guy who was who won the auction to fly with them, yeah. I, I think. $28 million just to 28 fly. $28 cool million. Side by side, come on with um 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 Blue Origin. That should be a very of, big deal. That's the name of the space company that would fly them to maybe the moon or space orbit, whatever. And this is like real time. We're, we're experiencing this. SpaceX is going to attempt to launch to uh, uh space with a with a space. What am I saying? Starship by October or thereabouts. People are going to Mars. China yeah. is sending engines to Mars to probe, to check something. NASA is planning to go to Venus. So we are experiencing real-time advancements, and this is so cool to see. What that means is that streaming will be, like, soft. Whatever problems you are facing now with your network issues, I can assure you in one year's time, in two years' time, it's going to get better. Except Nigeria refuses to grow up, shall <laughs> You just said Nigeria refuses to grow up. And like... then we remain here. But advancement <laughs> is double sure, yeah. right? Except yeah. all these are our telecoms companies that used to do anyhow. You want to load uh, ordinary WhatsApp status with their nonsense 4G. It's a uh, problem. Uh, uh, That's not why we're here. Back, <laughs> back to Sting. We have gone back to Sting, far. yeah. All right. So um, we have not a quartet, actually. Three songs that sampled I Sting. I three songs. Three... <laughs> Three songs. <laughs> Just to be clear. Three songs. I said three songs. Three songs that sampled Sting's Englishman in New York from 1987. Three songs, yeah. Yes. The first one we're going to be talking about is Shineheads. Jamaican in New York, 1992, Sidewalk University. I think you should just list the three songs, then we should go back to introducing. Many people don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, the so we should songs. start from that. Okay, three songs, uh, Shinehead, Jamaican in New York, 1992, Sidewalk University. Napoleon the Legend, African in New York, uh, 2012, Symphonies of a Lost Soul, that's the name of the album. And um, in 2020, that's about seven months ago, roughly seven or eight months ago from where we are right now, Produced by Saz, performed by Shirazi. There's this thing about names that I don't like. 
I feel like I'm always going to make mistake with names. I used to call yeah. Stefan Mills Stefan Mills for so long. I used to call Sam's Paslam. <laughs> when I was very young. When I was like four years old. So don't laugh. When I was very, very young. This is not... Oh. That was a joke. This is not recently. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Let's All get right. to it. Sting is a is a musician. Uh, born 1951. Yeah. And he's one of UK's most celebrated, most decorated musicians, yeah? Yes, he, he is. He has played rock. He has played jazz. Soft rock. Played some reggae, reggae. World beats. He's a global musician. He's a CBE, yeah. commander of the British Empire, and many, many things. So that's my own basic academic introduction to Sting. And yeah. of course, two of his songs, uh, um, Every every Breath I Take. No. Yeah. Every step I take. Every breath I, every breath you take. Actually. Every breath I make. Every step I take. That's the most <laughs> <laughs> every breath you take, and the popular song that we're talking about, Englishman in New York. So yeah, give us your own uh, extremely academic, <coughs> uh, biologically inclined. I, I just knew you were going to say that. I uh, know it. Forgive me. Give me all those jargon words. Uh, uh, geographically acclaimed, horizontally uh, declined. <laughs> Only few people understand what I just said now. Description of Sting. Yeah, all right. So Sting, as he said, you know, um, he started up with the police. The police, they're a rock band in the UK. One of those promotional guys, because I've said promotion, promotional a lot. Yeah, late Talking 70s. about um, artists that came in from 1981 that went on but to have a couple 70s, of videos. Though. Yeah, but these guys were already there before. So talking about people like the Dead and Alive, the ACDC, that particular group, Aerosmith, all these guys, that's where police were at the time. Where were the Beatles at the time? Beatles, 67, 68. Yeah, they were around as well. Okay. But like, obviously, um, the, the police guys started like later, later, so towards the 70s. Mm. And they didn't become very prominent. But they are one of those um, groups that, they had so many songs that were hits. So you can't just talk about them like by the side because they're very important in the culture of music in the uk most especially and you know um because the the fact that at the time uk people were not really big on rock sound it was a u.s thing so obviously their market mm. was basically the u.s so they would make a lot of money in the u.s and that became a thing and then sting was the one the songwriter sting was the orchestrator the one in charge of you know arranging the music the one in charge of the beats as well although they had somebody they used to work with at the time neil Dorfman, that was actually very big at the time and Sting is one of those artists that he never stopped. I mean, Sting has, I don't know all of them, but I'm sure I can remember after he went solo, when he left the police. But I don't think he ever left the police because he went on, to, he continued to work with all of them one way or the other. You know mm. how, uh, I'm trying to remember somebody, Teddy Pendergrass yeah. was with Harold Melvin and the Blues. When he left, he still went on to work with most of them. You know, for example, like the albums after he left the group. I think he left the group in like 78 or so. He still went on to work alone, but with most of them. So it's the same idea right now. Sting left police, but they're still together one way or the other. So most of the records that Sting did afterwards still has a connection. And Sting became a solo artist as at 1985. So he had already spent at least 11 to 14 years mm. with the police let me before you move to that time let me pause you a little bit um when i was reading a bit some bits about this man the song every breath you take yep. is one is like arguably is a claim to be one of the most played songs perhaps the most played song it's not arguably is the most played song most played song on world radio globally everywhere most played song and so uh i came about this song by puff daddy and faith evans uh i think the song was made in in memory of someone that would probably be biggie uh, i'll let nelson do a recap of some of um sting's biggest works but those two songs uh that's that's bring sting to our minds uh especially those of us who are not deep into all of the songs that the police band was making uh, or sing himself his entire discography. His biggest song that we know him for is one of Every Breath You Take and uh, Englishman in New York. So, yeah. Puff Daddy popularized the song maybe in the early 90s or late 90s. And that's like how we get to know him. So, the song we're talking about today, I'd like you to like do a roll call of, of the albums he has made over the years. But the song Englishman in New York has a feeling if you watch yeah. the original video it is so 
I could say peaceful. I could say old, but very, very pure. It's one of those. It's like Shade's Your Love Is King or Shade's No Ordinary Love. Yeah, I know you like Your Love Is King. You like that yeah, song. Yeah, but there's some th- there are some songs that are so peaceful. I don't know if Speechless Michael Jackson is in this category. Maybe that's, not. That's that it is. It is actually. Yeah. So there are songs like that. There are there are songs that you know when you watch the video as a child, you're probably you're likely to see snow. You're likely to see some big house, not so many people in there. Um, you know, peaceful video, soft vocals, no bim bim, no noise, no too much dancing, just vibes and memories these are the songs that stick to your head for whatever reason so this is like this is what, what's peculiar about this song englishman in new york what um, makes it reverberate years later there are so many samples about it and there's a feeling it gives to the person maybe because of the description he was doing in the song i come from the uk this is my first time in new york or don't look at me that way i might be different but be yourself no matter what people say yeah the song has a spirit yeah so um the song itself the song is actually a very beautiful song and um i know there was like an idea of what exactly why is it so simple but you know we have said something before that most of the time the songs that we know that become like the best of the best or the greatest of all time they're always very simple songs that you know it's just i'm just talking about a man that has been in england all his life and then he comes down to the u.s and decides to stay in new york and the life is completely different i see when he references um, people in New York always drinking coffee and he's used to tea. Everything in New York is always like on the move every single time, but he still has that English mentality of taking a chill pill here and there, you know, not being too stressed about every single thing. So it's actually a very simple song, but I think one of the reasons why the song is as good as it is is because of the way Sting delivered or performed the song. There's this uniqueness with how he performed the song. Same thing with Speechless as well. You think about Speechless. Speechless, I feel like, I've said it before, I think I said it one time, I was talking to someone, I said, I don't think any other person is going to ever take that song the way Michael Jackson did. But I feel like somebody else could have taken it in a different light. But that idea, the the innocence, the, piece the, of the song, song, the piece of the song, you know, it's like Taboo. Yeah. I mean, you know, Sweetest Taboo is a very funny, weird song when you think about it like, yeah in depth yeah but you know the way Shadi took it she took it like it's a song everybody should every day is christmas you get and like, every night is new, new year's eve you know so like i mean she's talking about something you need to be kinky but you're still like i love this yeah sounds peaceful and sounds nice there's something about being able to express yourself with the right words they yeah. are simple words but they're so important. point i think we talked about that when we we're talking about susan vegas tom's diner yeah she's talking Simplicity. about very simple story but because of the way she took the song mm. it makes it look like you know a weird vibe or like why 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 is this song so peaceful if you have not listened to susan vegas tom's diner go could, back and listen on the podcast where we talked about her and also get the song and listen to it beautiful jam so i always like to domesticate these foreign takes that we have, right? Sting, a uh, global musician, uh, one of the best, has one of the best songs, most played songs on radio ever. And we were talking about the spirit of songs. Speechless yeah. Michael Jackson, yeah. Sweetest Tabu Shade, um, 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 Englishman in New York, and so many other songs that we probably can't remember. That would probably be Could You Be Loved by Bob Marley, uh, one of those... Stir it up, satisfy my soul. Yeah, one of those Lucky Dube jams, one of those... Ah, uh, yes, Prisoner um, by Lucky Dube. Um, um, Holy Spirit or Ghetto by... Holy Spirit! By Pasek. Take over the world now. So those songs are there, right? Yeah. And then in this age, in this time and age, a song like Bad Dancer, this is out of the blues. Like I said, I'm not comparing. Bad Dancer by... Johnny Drill. It's popping right now. Maybe not popping, but for me, it's popping. It's on my playlist. Another song, also by a Maven act, Ladipo. I like the way I'm feeling now. Ladipo and Buju probably have the biggest song of... Nigerian song of the year. Yeah. 2021. Arguably, the biggest song in Nigeria for 2021, Feeling. Yeah, so far. So, we we're talking about the spirit of songs here. Yeah? A song like Feeling is just saying there's stress, chill calm down and that's that's what everybody catches so there might be 1000 songs out there that are good songs but as soon as you hear that one that says calm down and the flow is good 
he wasn't saying anything too special. Don't use your reggae to spoil my spoil uh, my blues now. Rhythm and blues now. Rhythm and blues now. I like now. the way I'm feeling now. Now there's something you get stressing small me. Things. There's a little thing that is stressing me. But right now, but right now, me, I I'm am feeling now. now. So there's really nothing special, but because it, it works with most of us, yeah, it's all of us can relate to it because many times we go out, you're stressed, or life is coming at you, and you hear that jam, and the beat is just perfect, everything is good. Shout out to R and B guys, they do, they make that magic happen. But then the rapper has to come through, right? Yeah, it has, has to come to. through with your verses. He so yeah, I say all of that to say that bad dancer and feeling have a spirit. Yeah. They are the songs that are out of the regular. If you are on a playlist of 40 songs, there is that one song that hits you differently. Bad Dancer for me is like one of the cutest love songs I've heard by a Nigerian, maybe in one year. And then he goes, I'm a bad dancer, but I'd like to take you go dancing with me into the starry night. You know, you can feel the poetry, the writing, and the delivery of the song. Yeah, it's very actually nice. Good. So one of those, I just had to say that to, you know, bring this to Nigerian context. Yeah, so it makes get. sense. One of the things I, I actually want to say is, you know, people like Sting, they have this effect. I don't know whether we have that anymore because I don't think any star has that effect anymore. There's a difference from I'm selling my name and there's a difference from I'm making hits back to back. Does that make any sense? When you talk about people like James Brown, Sting, the... Um, even people like Marvin Gaye or Prince in the 80s, these guys, they made a name for themselves, but still, every song, I mean, look, if you check the list of songs that come out from The Police and Sting, too many songs. I know there was one Roxanne, Roxanne was remixed by Puff Daddy in 1997, and these guys had just five albums, The Police had just five albums, and they had lots of songs that went on to do, you know, great, great, great things, but we are talking about things, so we're not going to do all so much on the police, but I know every breath I take is a major tune. Sting as a solo artist, he has 14 albums to date. I mean, he still won a Grammy as recently as 20. 2019. Grammy for best reggae album of the year. Reggae album. Yes, 2019. What did Coffee win? Is it not best song? No, Coffee's album. 2020. That was 2020. Yes, now the album was released in 2019. Now I don't remember, but Raptor, it's the year after Raptor now. EP won. Like 2020, 2020 was so 2019. Yeah. Best reggae album was by Sting. by Shaggy and Sting. Was a collaborative project. Yeah, collaborative project. Break it down. 44. The, the, the 14 album. All right, the 14 has. albums from. Okay, let's just go. I'm just going to read it out, like as I have it right here. Yeah. Um, the Dream of the Blue Turtles. Um, 1985. Nothing like the Sun. 1985. The Soul Cages. 1991. The Summoners, Tales, nineteen ninety three, Mercury Falling, nineteen ninety six. That's a very cool name for an album. Mercury Falling, man. Brand New Day, nineteen ninety nine, Sacred Love, two thousand and three, Songs from the Labyrinth, two thousand and six, um, On the Winter's Night, two thousand and nine, Symphonicities. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Symphonicities, yeah, cool. two thousand and ten, The Last Sheep, two thousand and thirteen, fifty seventh and 9th. I think that's a New York thing. Yeah. 2016, 44 slash 876. That's the one with Shaggy that won in 2019, but was, really, well, was released in 2018. I, I think we saw a video of the NPR Tiny Decks they did. Performance. That yeah. made bad sense and it was really cool. Yeah. And then there's this one that I released in 2019, My Songs. I don't know why you name your album My Songs. That's like my greatest hits. It just sounds somehow. So yeah, that discography has a good number of songs. Unfortunately, people like me, maybe not unfortunately, I'm too busy listening to other people. I don't know. Maybe I probably know just two or three of his songs, right? Um, he's very active and he's, he's an old man now. Yeah, but he's, he is. He, he continued making music. What is that energy? How many of his colleagues are still around? That's one thing about pure musicians, right? I feel like people have artists like Bob Marley, Lucky Dube. Michael Jackson, I want to try and cut through the culture. Okay. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra still made an album as recent as 1994. And that's Frank Sinatra that has been coming through from 1960. Mm. So all this kind of guy, I mean, we still have Gladys Knight and the Peeps. He's still trying to make an album. Mm. So if you are good and this music is your thing, mm. even Nina Simone was still alive, I'm sure she would drop an album. The even Supremes if, even if, Yeah, Diana Ross did not. Mm. The Supremes is Diana Ross and the other ladies, but mm. I mean, she didn't stop. But still, what I'm trying to say is, if you're a music person and you're a genuine music person, all those things are like, they're not stumbling blocks. Mm. 
you are 78, you are 89. I mean, look at Be With Us. Be With Us made music till he died. Hmm. He died last year, sadly, you know, during the COVID time. But he made music till he died. Hmm. We have people too that are still coming. Manu Dibango, he made music till he died. Uh, so, yes, yeah, Sting, the big man, I, I watched a video like a couple of days ago where he um, performed a song alongside Angelica Kijo. Uh, the song is Mother Nature, I think, produced by Kelpie. Kelpie on the beat. Kelpie vibes. Kelpie vibes. So, yeah, that, that, that that's a big one. And yeah. Uh, that's a good way to segue to SARS, right? SARS All right, yeah. is going to essentially be the first um, cover we talk about. There are two others. Uh, SARS did a song, like a dance song, saying African in New York. Yes. Uh, that's with the Ghanaian guy. She, you know, I'm not going to pronounce this name. You are going to pronounce the name. <laughs> Shirazi. Is that what I said before? I'm sure everyone Shekara is just Shekara is being like so why she, you be like this Shirazi why? so I'm meant to be here to motivate and inspire Shirazi you're bringing me down <laughs> back to this Shirazi a Ghanaian musician I'm sure he's probably based in the US yeah uh, collabed with Sting the man to make this song and they called it African in New York yeah essentially Englishman slash African in New York I mean there are two versions of this song there's the first one where it was just um, Shirazi and SARS, but there's another one that has um, Sting in it. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, uh, let's talk about that song a little bit. The verse by the Ghanaian guy Shirazi is super cool. Yeah, super cool and simple as well. Yeah. Simple Hats like the... Pigeon. Yeah, do you like know? That. Do you know how cool is it that what, what, 1985 when the original song dropped? 1987? 87 when Englishman in New York dropped, Shirazi was probably unborn or maybe two years old, whatever. <laughs> maybe one. <laughs> but now he's able to collaborate with the man who made an iconic song yeah. and then if I could sing do you know who I would want to collaborate with I'll probably be let me let me give me some time yeah of course not the Commodores no um, that's just and I just want to just be is in the a studio wo- with is him a woman or man no a guy, a guy Frank Sinatra no 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 not Frank Sinatra hold on I'm a big fan of Frank Sinatra by the way one more try of course, not Michael Jackson. No, no, Michael. No, no. I don't want to be in a room with Michael Jackson making music. That's going to be terrible. I, I, I don't know who your faves <laughs> faves are, but yeah, I think I've tried. My, yeah, my, uh, I think I want to be. In, I want to see Marvin Gaye make a song. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, is he alive? No, no. He died. He passed years ago. But that means why would you want to wish? Why would you wish? That? No, that's what I'm saying. Like if if, if, if I could, but you could have put somebody in the room. But if somebody that is someone, around right now. Maybe Leo Silva is the third. Fela is a person I wish never left. I don't think I ought to be in a room where Fela is uh, I'm, that's not my That's not my wish. That's not my what? wish. But I want him, I would have loved to, him to be here to trash Just Bo- like, yeah. To trash Buhari one more time. One more ego sweet. To, to ah. just mess up, mess up. Like, to tell us about this. I mean, if he was around to continuously make revolutionary music yeah. about this messed up politicians. It has, to start, it has to start with something like basket, ma, don't open my right. again. I'm sure it would have made Ooh. fresh, fresh sounds. But I, see, that basket, ma, each time I hear it, I, I wish head. he was around to, to, <laughs> right, yeah. to make some more music. But then his, his legacy is never in question. Undeniable. Yes, yeah, Saz and Shirazi, what's yeah. more to say about that song? I feel like Saz is one of those um, you know, um, producers that we have to talk about in Nigeria that has done it all. Um, he's one of these people, apart from Legendary Beats, that's Mute and his brother, he's the one that's pioneered or pushed in terms of the producer tags and everything, the Afro Beats with the S, mm. you know, genre. Because you think about it from um, Saz on the Beats with Wizkid, that first one, um, um, Samba. Samba. And, you know, a Beat couple of, of Bits of Life, you know, Sweet One, um, Sweet Love. Yeah. You know, songs like that. And he has continued to be in the pinnacle. Like, yeah. he's always around. Sha, yeah. Whenever anything is happening that concerns Afrobeat, he's always there making the stuff happen. And Spe- I remember one dance, mm. she was part of the people. And then on the Beyonce's um, album, Lion King, Lion King album, he had a couple of, I mean, Find Your Way Back. He was part of the hands on that. That's something beautiful. So, Saz, um, he's pushing the music, Afrobeat sound. Because even from this, that I'm gonna make it, that's the vibe in there you get. Uh, So, um, Saz has, I think, different faces, or maybe I should just say... Different faces? Yeah. he, he, He can do this 
or he can do different sounds. There is a popular song, Good, Good Morning, My Neighbor. Yeah. How are you doing? That you feel, beat you know? is, a, is an Afro dance beat. Is, is whatever you want to call it. If there is something called, of course, there is Afro ADM. He does that, My Neighbor, Good Morning, My... That's um, beats that would make you dance. Yeah. The song Maradona with um, ha. Niniola. Ha. That's another That's another side. Oh See that song? Man. No, the thing is not even about the song. It's the way the beats. I love the beats. The beats just mm. does magic. And then you go to songs like um, uh, Samba. Samba was one era. Yeah. And then push it forward to Sweet Love. And then push it forward to many many songs that he has collabed with. Yeah. And Sars the, with the work with, is a the work with um, World. Yeah. The artist. The, the that album, that collaborative project, project yeah. was amazing. Yeah. A lot of people. Like to date, still go back to that album and say, and that's one thing about like an album. You ha- your album has to have, have that um, replay value. Yeah. Like years after, same way we talk about Made in Lagos, you know, or other albums. I like, just go back to and I say, you know what? I want to listen to the entirety of this album. Yeah. And just enjoy the greatness. Yeah. That that is the album. Let's move to the second sample. This is yeah. Shinehead. Yeah. Shinehead. Uh, I want to say I was going. I was going to try and say some patois, but I don't think I have the. <laughs> nah, do you want to try? I, I saw you doing. I saw you doing one. A couple of like. Actually, there was a guy who on, was. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm not going to say it. I'm just trying to tell a story. Rayon, there, there's this guy called Rayon. He hosted um, a reggae reggae program for one hour. Reggae music program on the station I work with, Futa Radio ninety three point one FM. So I was, I was, I was like the person who they touted to say. Who is going to make a jingle for this guy? Of course, I could mix. So they wanted to see, how about your voice? And I'm like, is that not patois? I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> and he said he could teach me, and it, it took some time. He taught me. I can't remember a word again, but I actually voiced the jingle. Uh, if I find it, maybe we'll put it somewhere in the, in the podcast. But I'm sure it's very bad. I'm talking four years, five years ago. <laughs> so, uh, um, whatever it is I was saying, I just remember there's this Busy Signal song, reggae music again. Busy Signal, though. It's That's somebody so, we should so, talk about so, so long. You know, listen to some old-time reggae song, play the music yeah. again. When I, when I think about Busy Signal, the only song I can remember is yeah. One More Night. Yeah. Give me just one more night. This is a remix, by the way, which is one a cover. One more night, because I can't live without you. So that's my that's my familiarity with Patois. I wish I could learn. Uh, coffee makes it so cool. I've been listening to Coffee recently. What am I saying? <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I've listened to some coffee, that coffee album, uh, and, and some of the her. Rapture EP. Yeah, the Rapture EP. A couple of songs after that. So, cop, coffee, coffee makes it super cool. And then it, trying to learn patwa is a bit complicated. It's like pigeon in Jamaica, and you have to like probably speak it to a few people to understand it. Meanwhile, we have a patwa episode coming, and yeah, that should be lit. So that's, yeah, that's going to be lit. lit. Shinehead is a patwa guy. Speaks English. Speaks patwa. Jamaican guy in UK. Yeah, um, Jamaican guy in UK and went on to Brooklyn to live in Brooklyn. Mm. So he's like kind of like, uh, uh, what, what are we going to call him now? Is he what's the name of those guys that move around a lot? A nomad. I've forgotten the name. Yeah, there's a word for them, it. You can call them in nomads. Yeah, but. He has, you know, ideas of life from different places, leaving uh, the Jamaican place to go to the UK and then come out down to the US. And he lived in Brooklyn too. So that's like the vibe of New York, New York you get. So uh, like the Jay-Z kind of New York. And this is a time in 1992 where the reggae artists sounded the same way at the time. You know, everybody wanted to still, they were still rubbing off um, Bob Marley's shine. But then he decides to add reggae Rockstead, in fact, plus hip-hop. Because at the time, hip-hop was being a thing. So he did that. And he did that very, very well. I'm going to say this. Try My Love on that album. It's a great, great, great song. Um, He featured the intro. The intro are guys from the US at the time. They had this guy, Dennis Guy, is late now. He took the chorus in that song. An amazing song. And I think from there, you could tell that this one is going to be special. I think Sidewalk University is his best work. Mm best work put together because from that album you have Jamaica in New York you have Try My Love which is like a major hit you have Sidewalk University because an eponymous album so Sidewalk University and 
those songs that are they're amazing but jamaica in new york stands out because it was a it looks like it was a cover but it was complete sample because he took the song and he redid it mm, in the, his own way the, the spirit of the song changed majorly no it didn't change at all the same vibe the same energy be, and that's the beautiful be yourself, thing no matter what they and say and the good thing about it is that both stories were kind of like on the same level because yeah. these guys were coming from almost the same place yeah you know to a new country where you know things are not the usual way yeah, what and then know. you're like oh okay these guys are doing this stuff and these guys are doing stuff but I'm a Jamaican guy so I don't understand this vibe I'm going to stick to my vibe but I'm still a Jamaican in New York or an Englishman in New York before we go to the third um, cover there's a third cover here. cover or third sample third sample Can uh, we call, should we call this third one sample? it's pretty much whatever it is Um, let's do some timeline comparison right alright 77 to 87 to 1992 but the police band now. Oh, the police band as the band. Mm. All right, 70, 70, 71 down. Just 71 down. Thereabouts. What was popping? What do we, can we remember was popping in From Nigeria? From the 70s. In Nigeria. In Nigeria. 70s and 80s. Are you sure? Ebenezer Obey. Yes, now. Ebenezer um, Obey. Nightingale was still Nightingale performing. was still around at the time. Um, King Sonia Day. King Sonia Day. King Sonia Day, yeah. Ainla Mawura. Yeah, we need to call somebody that was very pop. Sir Victor Waifu, High Life. Yeah, Oriental Brothers. Dr. Victor Laya. Yeah, I mean, we've done enough. Yeah. We don't try now. What about the women? Okay, the women. What's on that woman? Lija the Sisters. No, apart from Lija the Sisters, the woman. Christian Senibukwe. There's a woman. Evietna Ogoli. No, no, no. Not Correct no. me. Evietna Ogoli was when? Vietnam goalie, that's nah, early 80s. How come we, we can't remember Batilia Lake? Yeah, Batilia Lake, exactly. Yes. That's the name I wanted to get. Batilia yeah. Lake, yeah. Um, there's a lady called Ola Duni Desensi, but obviously she can't be the 70s. I'm Ola sure. Ola Duni Desensi, yeah, she sounds very familiar. She must be 80s or 90s. There is, there must have been uh, a large security in the barista. There must have also been. No, are you sure? Edio Kunta, 70s. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fela, obviously. 70s. Yeah, f- 77 was the highlight for Fela. Shakara and Ruffo Ruffo Fight. Okay. Two albums that made Fela who he is or that started the journey that mm. is Fela. Mm. There's one more name that I am trying to remember. I think it's a woman. I can't remember the women in that era so much. Apart from the Chrissy S. Nibokwe, the... Batilat Batilia Lake Batilia Lake Yeah, I I think that's the much we can remember for that era. There's a particular name that I'm trying to remember. Obviously, King Sonia was 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 out there uh, doing things. Yes, this Baba from Malaysia, Um, Aikidairo. Baba Aikin. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. And I'm sure... Um, I don't know, it has to be somewhere there yeah, as well. Yeah, Wally Glorious must be somewhere around... In the 70s? Maybe late 70s. I, I, I need to be double 20, sure about 20, that. How many years did he use in the limelight? Not maybe very much. Years? Maybe five or more. Yeah. Okay. Died I'm sure it was close to maybe nine or eight years. That's that about that. The last sample on uh, the, the, the podcast today. Napoleon the Legend sampled um stings englishman in new york african in new york now one thing about this particular song is that you know napoleon seems to be he's from comoros so he has nothing to actually do comoros is african yeah 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 yeah. but he's from comoros but he has but he has nothing because he was born in mm. raccoon like you know he has nothing actually to do connecting you know from all these people i've talked about today everybody sars nigerian guy um, she Razi Ghanaian guy mm. um, Shinehead Jamaica all the way to Brooklyn Heights yeah. but this guy born in New York you know basically a New York boy do you understand but side trying notes. to connect side notes there's a guy called Bass you probably know Bass yeah I know Bass Dreamville yeah yeah I know Bass obviously. he's like that Bass. he's from Sudan but never really been there exactly so yeah. people like that you don't I don't I don't see why that, that's what I was going to say that like, he's the one that stands out in this episode because mm-hmm. he's not like an African African guy because you call him African American well, he identifies with he Africa. identifies with Africa so that's something that is actually really cool the rap was on point I feel like he's one of those rappers that people don't pay attention to because he has so much I mean he's he has about 20 records Twenty album, twenty bodies of work, right? And that's a lot. Mm. So twenty is not small. 
Because compared to even the greatest, you have people like Jay-Z on 15 or 16. 13. 13. And, you know, the other artists that didn't do as much. I mean, you're talking about, if you're talking about the jazz artists now, you know those guys, like Herb Alpert. Herb Alpert has, and I'm never exaggerating now, over 70 albums. Oh. Yeah. You can check. Herb Alpert. George Benson, probably 27. Mm. The Whispers, 23. Um... Then you're talking about the popular, popular ones. They didn't do so much. Maybe yeah, like five, yeah. six, seven. Yeah. I know, I know um, Marvin Gaye has like nine mm. or ten. Diana Ross, maybe ten. Shade probably doesn't have ten. Sh- I'm not sure Shade has nine. Mm. So that's it. Like this music thing is somehow strategic. When you start to sign deals, then you start to calculate one, yeah. two years, one album, three years, one but album. But there's one thing about these guys Kendrick, that we need to. Kendrick Lamar has been waiting for how long? Kendrick Lamar is. Go- I feel like Kendrick, don't. Uh, this is a shout out to Kendrick, by this guy. I love your rap music. If you're listening to this podcast by any chance, don't listen to anybody. <laughs> don't listen to anybody. Just chill. Take your time. Take your time. If it's 2024, we're good. Maybe drop it 2023. We Nigerians might need something to fall back on. You know? <laughs> to listen to. Yeah. Speaking of rap and a good way to wrap up before we take production credits, Kendrick might drop this year. I really hope he doesn't drop this year. 2021. That's the timeline. I really hope he doesn't drop this year. If I would he, be excited, but I still doesn't. I, I still do not want him to if, drop this year. If he drops, I was listening to a podcast today, Diverse Mentality Podcast, by Quake GW. He was saying potential albums of the year: J Cole, Polo G, Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks, did he drop already? Lloyd Banks dropped weeks ago and it's fire. Yeah, when I say yeah, fire, because I, I heard you, I heard you, I heard a couple of the first songs. I heard I'm, you when I, you I'm not to even. It. It's not even about being a hit record or being a radio song. This is straight up hip hop, nineties, nineties flow. Listen to songs like Propane, uh, Smokes and Mirrors. Um, uh, the the album is titled "The Course of the Inevitable." Don't you think it's too hardcore, though? Yeah, for this I like guy, it. For this I like it. Is that why you like the song? I don't know. I just like the. Or way, is that why you like the, the album? Way, um, I feel like albums like that will not do so well. I just like the way because it's too hardcore. I mean, you're talking about a time where most yeah. of the rap is diluted. They don't sound like the '90s rap anymore. Look mm. at the album. The first two, three songs. I mean, there was a song that I heard with you. No chorus. Yeah, straight up. You want to do that in this time? You have it. The nerve. Yeah. The fact that, that you can do that means, I mean, and he's, he's independent. But it's because Lloyd Banks is like, Lloyd Banks is Lloyd Banks. Yeah, you know, Lloyd Banks is that. not today. He can but, actually do that. But J. Cole is in a good position to win rap album of the year. Yeah, makes because, sense. Because, I mean, he deserves it. Uh, and this this really slaps. The album really, really slaps. I mean, Baba was just, I'm married, 95 South, My Life, uh, all of those songs. Solid, solid body of work. Let's go back to sing and wrap up this episode. Production credits. Um, production credits. Now, just so everyone knows, Sting is credited in all of these songs, yeah, which is quite wild. Um, we're going to talk about Sting some other time because there are a lot of like things we didn't talk about now because Sting is like in a lot of people's faces mm. concerning like you know royalties. royalties and stuff. I mean, there's what out there, but it's not confirmed yet that he owns eighty five percent of the song. Every every breath I take by Puff Daddy and wow. Fit Evans. That's madness. Eighty-five percent. I mean, he deserves it. Why does the he have to get eighty-five percent? The entire flow. Why does he have to get eighty-five percent? The song was redone now by them now. So why? Yes. Why yes. does he have to get eighty-five percent? Is a lot. Like if he gets fifty, do you know what that means? When royalties come, Puff Daddy only gets fifty percent of that song. There was a situation between Nicki Minaj and Tracy Chapman recently because that that Tracy Chapman stuff. Eh? A song was leaked, and Tracy and her <coughs> lawyers, from what I gather were paid about $500,000 in court cases going back and forth. Just because we wasted time going to court and all that, they were paid $500,000. They didn't agree to use the song. Eventually, the song was thrown out. Yeah. But, but because... Yeah. So that song was leaked. That's what, that's what we're talking about. So if the song will continue to be on YouTube and make numbers on YouTube and people would be inspired by the song and people would want to watch it creating value. Yes, it should make money for the man who made who made the song. So yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And Pop Daddy is bigger than that. He makes money from everywhere else. So Yeah, it's true, Sha. It's bigger than that. Alright, let's go. Production credits. Sting Englishman in New York nineteen eighty seven. Uh the producer Sting himself and Neil Duff's man. That man has been working with them since the police days. Um Sazan Shirazi uh, African in New York producer Saz also Napoleon the Legend 
African New York. I swear, I looked for this producer tag. I didn't see. Probably did. <laughs> but the um, Shineheads Jamaican in New York was produced by Simon Thornton, and um, the album Sidewalk University. It's been amazing. <laughs> We're tired. <laughs> <laughs> Is it amazing? We're, we're both tired. I swear, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And we'll see you next time. Shout out. Shout out to all my fans. <laughs> we out. <laughs>